Hi, I'm Tina Desiree Berg, and welcome to The 34. Today we're going to be talking to Theodore de Marcerdo Suarez, and he's been studying exit polling for quite a while now. He began his work in 2008 working with Steve Friedman, who is author of the book, Was the 2004 Election Stolen? Welcome, Theodore. Hi, well, thank you for having me. And how badly did I get your name wrong? <laughs> uh, no, I think anything is fine. <laughs> My apologies. <laughs> no. I'm so... You know, that's fine. By the way, it's a fantastic book. Uh, I mean, I have to, uh, I mean, just really a, a good analysis as to what happened with the race between Bush and Kerry. Uh, go well, ahead. Let's, let's talk about that, Theodore, because I had, we had Dr., uh, we had John Zogby on the first episode, and he was basically making the cases that prior to that, elect exit polls were a lot more trustworthy than they were, and that was sort of a turning point. Um, he doesn't think, he thinks that they're all garbage. I think that you probably have a different opinion. Um, so walk us through what you think happened in 2004 and why. Uh, well, it's, it's, it's uh, I think the person you need to ask is, is the person who was really involved with the research with Steve Friedman. I could just give you a, uh, uh, you know, overview of that, you know, okay. basically uh, the exit polls uh, projected a, a carry win uh, over right. Bush, and it, it was definite. Uh, Bush was was uh, told that he was going to lose the election. Kerry was told that he was going to win the election. It was a certain thing. Yeah. Uh, and then it turns out when the votes were counted, Bush won the election. And, and so, so then there was this big uproar about the exit polls. Uh, you know, they they were you know as. Zogby mentioned, you know, he called it a disaster. You know? <laughs> yeah. and, well, and, one way or the other it was definitely a disaster. I mean, they were way, way off. Yeah, um, well, this is a, so the question is, is, is it the computer counts that are off or the exit polls that are yeah. off? So that's the question. That's, and yeah. so Freeman went to examine that issue. And basically, he went through a very careful analysis through all uh, all the objections to the exit polls is, you know, people saying why the exit polls were wrong. And he went through, uh, thoroughly analyzed all of them and said, well, no, that this is, uh, the exit polls hold up to scrutiny. Uh, so I think, you know, he doesn't say that his work is proof that he found election fraud, but basically he's saying, look, I mean, this computer still must be in the picture as a possible suspect for why the uh, elections differed so much from the exit polls in 2004. So let me ask you this, what data was Freeman actually looking at? My understanding is that Matowski didn't release the raw data even though Congress tried to get the raw data, he didn't do that. So what was he actually using at, for the exit poll data? Well, he's using what I do for my Okay, analysis. so it was the first release of the night. Which is the first release of the okay. night, just uh, just just after the polls close and before the votes start coming in, and these are uh, very important for the networks because you know they use right. these exit polls to call the elections even before the votes are are uh, come in. So so what the networks use is what I use, ostensibly, right. unless they have something 
in, in private that I'm not aware of, but but wait, uh, well, you know that's possible. Who knows? Uh, I think that was Dr. Berrigan's issue was that we really don't know what they're doing with this data. They're not transparent with it. Um, but it, what I thought that's was an issue, an issue that we could discuss a little bit. The, the, there's some interesting. Uh, aspects to that but go ahead please well what, what i wanted to know is um you had mentioned to me when we had been emailing that the republican exit polls were actually on par why do you think that is well that's uh i mean i suppose that's a sixty-four thousand dollar question yeah. right but, <laughs> yeah, well, or the 300 million dollar one Oh, well, right. Uh, you know, why did the 2016 Republican Party primaries, uh, the, why did the vote count match the exit polls uh, so well? I mean, of the 23 states that had exit polls, only two states had variation uh, above the margin of error of the exit poll. And also, if you look at it, uh, about half of, of the exit polls were uh, uh, were the discrepancies. Half of them were about uh, against four, against Bush. I mean, against uh, Trump and yeah. half or you know, So it's just just as you would expect if you if it's kind of random error. Yeah. But not so with the Republican the Democratic Party primary. Yeah. It, it was just overwhelmingly the discrepancies between the vote count and the exit polls were overwhelmingly in favor of uh, Hillary Clinton uh, and against candidate Sanders. And, huh. and more, I suppose even more alarmingly is the fact that, uh, that, uh, that almost all of them were erring in the same direction. Uh, so yeah. there's the consistency there that adds uh, even more, uh, makes it even more problematic. Now, indeed, yeah. this is the same company. This is still Edison Research, right? Oh, yeah. But and also the other thing you have to realize is that the uh, Republican Party primaries uh, were uh, the exit polls for them were taken at exactly at the same time and at, in the same precincts right. as the Democratic Party was. Same pollsters, and, these are, and these are the same people handing out the forms. Uh, the uh, So so people, so but then people said not to, you know, go back to your original question, the sixty-four thousand dollar question, yeah. <laughs> uh, is why, why, why are they different? Well, what people said, uh, since they couldn't really blame kind of the exit poll, uh, uh, you know, methodology per se, what they, but they basically said, well, uh, what we had in uh, two thousand and sixteen, what through the Democratic Party primaries office, that you had a whole bunch of youthful uh, voters that were uh, enthusiastic for Sanders, mm -hmm. and they were more willing to fill out the exit poll questionnaires than other demographics that might be favoring Hillary Clinton. Uh, so yeah. that that's the universal, universally accepted excuse. But except, you know, I then I did analysis of it, and then it's on my website, uh, TDMS uh, Research, and you know, I won't don't have to go into it, but regression analysis it really clearly, uh, uh, I don't know, completely debunks that 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 possibility that there is there was no effect of youthful uh, youthful vote on the uh, discrepancies between the exit poll and the vote count none zero. 
so, so yeah. And so the question, so so the sixty-four thousand dollar question remains unanswered. It does remain unanswered in either direction. But but it sounds to me that your instinct is to be able to trust that Edison Research is doing proper proper analysis, proper well, data yeah, gathering. Well, okay. Well, of course. I mean, the methodology has been around for decades. Uh, they've been at it for a very long time. Uh, it's it's is the you know it's a little bit more complicated now because you have a lot more people uh, absentee voters and right. early voters <laughs> right and so that requires uh, telephone interviews mm -hmm. beforehand yeah uh, and and so that makes it a little bit more complicated but certainly uh for comparing 2020 to 2016 certainly that shift hasn't really changed a whole lot between okay. those these four years and 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 and, and the proof is in the pudding uh, edison research uh and they and they themselves uh, will claim that the Republican Party primary exit polls were extremely accurately, uh, extremely accurate uh, compared to the computer vote counts. So no, I don't see any problem with them uh, doing exit polls. And sure, they could they be better? They could they have more they interview more people, and so as to lower the margin of error. So instead of being Three uh, percent or four percent. Right, right, right. Maybe, maybe it could be as low as one percent or half a percent. Sure, sure, you could do that. But still, <clears throat> you work with what you have, and so you have a three percent margin of error. Uh, some of them are example. actually higher, no? In some of the states. Oh yeah, it'll, yeah. it'll go every every. Uh, uh, and the formula I use, that that I use doesn't come up with. Uh, well, that's getting into the weeds. But yeah, it, it varies we get into depending the weeds a on any. Bit. And then it depends on any two candidates. Uh, okay. Yeah, my, my margin of error calculation in a multi-field uh, race uh, doesn't use the usual margin of error calculation that's only used for only when there are only two candidates. So the margin of error formula has to be a little bit more sophisticated right. to take into effect that maybe you have two candidates each, you know, perhaps, you know, around at the 30%. Uh, range uh, in uh, in the exit polls, so all totaling sixty percent, for example, uh, okay. together instead of one hundred percent. So that makes a difference on, on on the margin of error. So my exit polls looks at at, at eighty two candidates. So when if you look at my tables, you see I have Biden versus each one of the other uh, candidates. Or if was, I may I may have uh, in a couple of few states I'll have Bloomberg there as well uh, uh, versus each other individual candidate. So so it comes up with a different margin of error for any two different pairings. So it's a little bit and that's something actually people have a as have had a hard time understanding a little. No, bit. they do. So let's let's actually talk about the actual. Um the science or the math behind that, because people do get confused. So when you say margin of error, that's the area where we're comfortable being like up to the, these points being correct. And just so people understand, the larger your sample size, the smaller your margin of error is going to be. So that's what, what Theodore is talking about here. Um, but explain some of the other things that you're talking about in, in a more simple layman's term, because I really would like people to come away from this interview and be able to look at data and sort of have at least a basic understanding of, of what you're doing and why. Um, the, 
Well, I mean, from the overall picture, what I'm doing is extremely simple. Okay. Uh, the only the only thing with any bit of complexity there is coming up with the margin of error formula uh, and using the proper one. Um, and then the rest is all really simple arithmetic that really uh, anybody in elementary school uh, is capable <laughs> of doing. I mean, really, I mean, it's, it's really, uh, it's really that is. I mean, anybody can duplicate my work, uh, you know, it's, all my data is given, uh, all, all, all the methodology is given in detail. It's, my work is completely transparent. Okay. So anybody can duplicate it. Uh, People and, become and intimidated very, by that though. Simple. What? People do become intimidated by that though, when they see data tables, data, data tablets or what have you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's, it's um, uh, you know, if, if, if people want to, duplicated and if they have any difficulty they can uh, contact me via the contact form and uh, to the MS oh, research okay. and uh, drop me a line and and uh, I can help them uh, duplicate my work uh, and people have done that uh, told me that they've duplicated it actually one person actually found a little error uh, oh. on, on, <laughs> on my on my Texas table and which I was very grateful for you know you know I, um, I, I had you know, put in a 90% confidence interval for, I, I won't go, this is just a little error that I made. And, and, and so I was very grateful that somebody pointed out. Oh, excellent. Uh, All right, uh, so uh, I want to ask you about a couple of the states in this current election cycle also had dual uh, closing times at the polls. What was that about? Well, most often is, uh, is because of two different time zones. Uh, the you know, for example, like Michigan, uh, like, like Michigan, I, 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 the, uh, they have a, they have a, a part of it, uh, Eastern time zone right. and then central time, time zone. Mm -hmm. But the, the, I would say maybe, I don't know, 95% of the state closes an hour early. Yeah. Uh, the polls close an hour early, uh, earlier than than the central time zone, just a little kind of sliver. And so what, what, what's important in terms of my analysis, how it impacts my analysis, is because Edison Research then use, then when, when the vote starts coming in from yeah. uh, the, the polls that just closed, Edison Research can use the computer counts yeah. to alter their exit polls to better conform to uh, to their exit polls, and so there's a big, according to for for Edison, I think that this is great. You know, they, they were hired to hire to to find out who won or lost an election. So right. basically, they were being asked to come up with what the computers could come up with. That's right. And so if they have the actual computer counts uh, to help them, they say, well, great. And, and so at the same time, also, they probably, they, since all the early ballots were uh, also counted during the day, they probably they also had access to probably 100% of, of the uh, early ballot results. So, yeah. so by the time the, the first exit poll gets, gets published yeah. and I get my hands on it, it's already been heavily altered by the returns. Mm -hmm. And so my suspicion is that the discrepancy is showing that Sanders did a lot 
better in the exit poll than in the vote count, that, that it was much, much larger, the discrepancy, uh, that, that, that Sanders did a tremendously better uh, in, 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 in the un, un, unaltered exit polls for, for, uh, for Michigan. Yeah. But, you know, but that just has to remain speculation on my part because yeah. I don't have access to, uh, to the raw yeah. data yeah. From, from Edison. Um, the, and, you know, I, I suppose in a certain way, and, you know, while I'm on this, this particular subject, the, I have a, you know, you know, Edison has been hired to, you know, to come up with, you know, try and come up with who won the election and by how much, right. just, just before the, uh, right, till right after the polls closed. Now, you know, they can't be uh, blowing it uh, election after election. You know, they apparently blew it, uh, so to speak, uh, in the 2016. And, and so here we go again, We're here in 2020. What would any pollster do? Of course, they would change their methodology and the way they weigh different aspects to be able to, to compensate for the strange shift yeah. uh, for, uh, for the candidate running against Sanders. Uh, and so I have suspect that almost all the exit polls already have been compensated to take into account what happened in 2016. In other words, to make a lot of words short, I mean, I, I think it basically is, I think all the exit polls, uh, they probably way underestimate the, the, the real discrepancy between what occurred between uh, uh, Sanders and, and and the rest of the field here. Uh, I think it's it's that Sanders probably a lot more, a lot better than even what the exit polls indicate here. And and again, that has to remain speculation until right. uh, somebody convinces Edison or CNN uh, to release uh, those uh, unaltered uh, and uh, the, the raw data. Really, yeah. uh, they. Uh, him about to do the exit polls. Yeah, understood. Yeah, so in lieu of that, and really, uh, which is one of Dr. Berrigan's other point was that we should really try to find a way to create our own exit polling just for the purpose of checking election fraud in the United States, and that maybe some university could maybe step up, step up to the plate and uh, make that happen. We'll see what happens. Um, do you think part of that yeah. shift in 2016? Well, maybe to... maybe if they stop doing exit polls, we can hire Edison to do it. Yeah. Uh, no. <laughs> I <laughs> doubt that's going to do it for us. <laughs> right? There you go. They're, they're going to walk away from all their money, right? Um, but do you think part of that shift in the methodology had to do with the mail-in absentee and early voting? Uh, the, well, there is a shift in methodology that's required to take that into consideration, but, but I think, you know, it's, it's not a, uh, uh, it's not brain surgery. I mean, it's pretty straightforward. And, yeah. and, and so you, you take into account, and again, going back to the proof of the pudding is, is the 2016 Republican Party primaries, yeah. which no, have the same right. difficulty pretty much as now. And, and it's fine. They, they can do it. 
They can do it. I, I wanted to ask you um, also about, I had read some of the Reddit posts where some folks were criticizing some of what you were doing and it became really apparent to me that they just didn't understand the underlying um, situation of what's going on. I think one of the things that people need to really grasp is that this is not a conspiracy theory when, when we discuss the fact that they are waiting or adjusting the exit polls to the actual vote count. They are absolutely doing this. It's something they've always done, which is why um, there's a massive difference between that first release at eight o'clock per se and 10 or 11 o'clock at night. The difference yeah. is, is they've now weighted those exit polls to the, to the actual vote count. So that's something that people need to understand about why those numbers are changing. And it makes sense to me if, if you're going to do the research that you're doing, that it's an imperative you use that first release of data because that's the closest you're going to get to actually seeing the raw data. Um, so having said that, I wanted to ask you about factcheck.org had a, a post about what you were doing by uh, um, somebody, uh, Hale Spencer was her last name was the reporter and she seemed to miss this point. When I read her uh, post on there, it didn't take into consideration that there was this difference between the early numbers and the late numbers. Um, did she contact you before writing that post? Did you have a conversation with her? Yeah, we did. We had a, a email interchange, Okay. Uh, uh, which is good that they wrote to me. And uh, But she ignored the, what you said. But no, uh, she didn't ask she didn't particularly address that aspect, you know, uh, you know, that, that aspect about the exit polls already been altered by the computer account that never came up in our, uh, email interchange. So I was surprised to see <laughs> that they were pointing to, uh, to the exit polls that you can get, get now, which have been completely, ma completely matches the, the, yeah. uh, uh, the vote count and 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 there she's <laughs> saying well ted you're wrong look the the, the exit polls here <laughs> yeah. uh, are, are different than yours of course they are yeah uh, she should really correct that because it, it's i don't know that she did this intentionally she probably doesn't know i'm assuming but when i read that i was like cringe 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 there's a big difference for a reason you know yeah 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 and you know actually if you re read that piece uh, yeah, they do seem to acknowledge it at, at some point that yes you know the the the, the exit polls get altered by the vote co count uh, but you know that that article is really poorly written and 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 uh the you know the bottom line is is uh, aside for that what turns out to be their mistake they found absolutely nothing wrong, no errors at all in the research that, uh, that I presented the website. Nothing. Uh, they criticize uh, a you know a, a use of a proportion that's used by every by everybody in science and and everywhere. I, they make a big deal out of a small molehill, and but they found find not even that they find uh, that it was incorrect. They find nothing incorrect about my work. So, so, so that's, uh, so that's factcheck.org for you. Yeah, I was, yeah, they should really fix that article. Uh, so yeah. in your opinion, uh, talk with me about some of the random conspiracy theories that you've seen piled onto your research out there. Are there any in particular that you want to um, discuss or bring up? Well, <clears throat> I, I would say uh, the most uh, co 
common one, I think, is people thinking, uh, well, th th this really, you know, these these uh, exit polls, uh, the, the vote count that doesn't match the exit polls, this is really proof of uh, election fraud, uh, that our, our, our elections are crooked. And the... Uh, and that's really uh, way too strong. I mean, you, you can't really say that. Uh, the uh, even you know, like for example, the United States a Agency for International Development (USA) USA ID. They love using exit polls to check other countries' elections, but they themselves say, "Well, uh, you know, the the you know to read their own." Uh, they say, you know, exit are powerful analytical tools. Yeah. Discrepancy between the votes reported by voters and official results may suggest that results have been manipulated, but this does not prove to be the case. So I don't argue with that at all. And 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 proof is 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 is. Uh, uh, I don't know, you know, Tim Canova's story, uh, you know, he ran against Debbie Wasserman Schultz in 2016 primaries and his own people, he had thousands of people on the ground in Florida and his own numbers uh, showed him that he was completely crushing uh, 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 Debbie Wasserman Schultz in the election. And then he went out and the election happened and he lost. And so having had you know, thousands of, of small donors, he felt obligated to them to go ahead and see and verify this. He requested uh, to, get to actual, actually see the ballots yeah. at Broward County uh, in, in Florida, uh, and they wouldn't give it to him. He had to go to court and, and, you know, and really fight, litigate for it. And then when it looked like he was about to win the case, they destroyed the ballots. Yeah, now, I remember uh, that. And, and, and so this is while, while it's still in court, you know, it's just really criminal, a type of criminal. And, and uh, the, so now that would have been proof going back to your first question, you know, right. to this race, that would have been proof. What I present here, is basically saying, look, uh, I'm making the big point here. And, you know, again, this big elephant in the room is that our, our computer, uh, computers, no one can tell, say for certainty that our computers are counting our votes properly. There's not a person on earth can, can say that. Right. Uh, the, uh, and, and it's just, you can do all the audits that you want in the world, and, but the audits themselves uh, are, are, you know, can be manipulated. You know, there's, there's, there just isn't, you know, co co computers being, they count votes and that's not observable by the people right. does not lend confidence to an election. Right. And that was exactly what the uh, uh, German High Court, the, 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 the Federal Constitutional Court of Germany had a really fantastic uh, uh, decision in 2009, which said basically that, look, our elections are, are, are really precious. Uh, yeah. you know, people need to have trust in them. 
And the only way to have trust in an election is this every aspect of the election is publicly observable, every important part. And certainly the counting part is perhaps the most important part, and that needs to be observable. And so since computers counting is inherently unobservable, they ceased the, the counting of all votes with, by computers. Now everything is done by hand. They count the ballots by hand uh, and, and it's in, in public. And they, that was to them, it was the, the constitutional uh, basis to be able to have tr completely transparent elections. Right. Uh, and, and so, and almost every other Western technologically advanced democracy counts their ballots by hand for them with the same concerns. Uh, you just can't have computers that you cannot observe count your ballots and 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 no you know as a court german court said no amounts of certifications no amount of security no amount of this and that can actually uh supply the confidence that a hand counted ballot uh in yeah. public gives uh and, and uh, so that's that's so if you want to know <clears throat> the purpose of of my website and all the analytical work that I'm doing is just that is to make that point and 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 uh, and I'm you know, I'm showing here look there's there's cause for concern yeah because uh, and and so let's look at this cause for concern I mean I'm not particularly interested in even proving it I'm just saying look there's cause for concern and that means that we need to do what almost every other country does and is count the ballots by hand in order to have trust in our elections. I absolutely agree with you. I think, well, in the very least, we can't maybe say for sure what's going on here, but it is a it is a big red flag. Um, you know, interestingly enough, I've always thought when they started using the computerized or the touchscreen technology, when they got rid of the paper ballots, we used to have something uh, here for a long time. And in, in fact, part of the state still uses Inkavote, which is our paper ballot system, which is preferable to me, even though it's lower tech, it's safer. But part of what you look at some of the research uh, that you did and, and Dr. Berrigan did really made clear to me that where the real where the really large disp discrepancies were happening were in areas that were using electronic voting systems of some sort and the ones that were still pretty much on par were the areas where they were still using ba paper ballots so um yeah i think it's a big red flag one way or the other let me ask you about yeah. the defcon conference for a second this was <laughs> the hacking conference where they put up all the uh electronic ballot or uh, voting machines and a kid was able to hack them. Like they were all hacked pretty much. So why is it that our government, knowing this, we all know this, the optics are terrible, but in addition to that, why are they paying millions of dollars for proprietary software and machines that can so easily be hacked? I mean, how does this make sense? <laughs> yeah, no, it is, it's, it is rather uh, amazing. Uh, yeah, in 2018, uh, what they did is they duplicated uh, what the election systems are in, uh, from about 18 states, I believe. And, and they had about uh, 30 kids, uh, uh, ranging in age from 8 to 16, go at them. 
yeah. uh, go at those uh, those systems. And, and you know, eleven year old completely uh, broke into the Florida uh, electric system, uh, the replica of the Florida electric system, in less than ten minutes, and, and altered the results of the vote. Just less than uh, ten minutes. <laughs> so I mean, you know, and then of course they continued, you know, and and, and you know they analyzed they all, all the voting machines out there scan whether there's scanners whether there's uh ballot ballot marking devices or dre dig, digital recording uh well uh computers yeah all of them can be uh, all easily hacked uh and it's completely absolutely it's all very vulnerable and 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 uh um so it's 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 a uh, so, bad. so that's that's the story about the about them. Yeah, we need to go back to paper ballots. I think. Um. So, what are what is your thoughts yeah. on on what's actually going on here? Do you think it's intentionally malicious, or do you think this is just computer error? Do you think? I mean, it seems to me that it's it seems odd to me that it's the D Democratic Party that's seeing these large differences and not the Republican Party. It, you would imagine, this is just my science brain, that it would be uniform if it was faced, if you have the same set of variables, right? You have Edison Research, you have the same pollsters, same primaries, but two uh, markedly different results between the exit polls and the actual votes in each party. Why, why do you think that is? I mean, not to go conspiracy theory, but... Yeah, no, well, it, it's, it's uh, you know, it, it's just, uh, you won't find me going there, really. I mean, I, I think, uh, you know, people will have to make their own judgments okay, about it. that's fair. Uh, and, you know, my role that I see is is, is to present the data as, as cleanly uh, and, and as neutrally as possible. Uh, and you know, and without getting too much into the, the, the speculative realm, and I'll let other people contribute in, in that way if they wish. But uh, that's fair. Uh, that's fair. I mean, but it, in the very least, it just makes the entire conversation ripe for all kinds of conspiracy theories when we are yeah, working sure. in this environment. Which is why I do think it's an imperative that somehow or another we get these things to be more transparent. I understand that Edison yep. Research has no imperative for that. Their main obligation is to the news consortium that's paying them. Their their point is to be able to predict elections early on in the night without having to wait for a vote tally. They don't really care about checking election fraud. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Well, that's right. They weren't hired to do that. They and, weren't hired and, to do uh, that. Yeah. And 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 uh, and I would love to get. I mean, there are a lot of people who would love to get a hand on on. on the raw data from their exit polls to yeah. really see how really far off the computer counts are from from uh, from the exit polls. Again, as I mentioned before, I think it's a lot worse than even what I'm showing over here, uh, and and much worse. And yeah. have, the problem is that there's no way to know, and and there's no way to have confidence in in the actual computer counts. So it's so it's a really it's a it's a tragedy. Uh, yeah. Here we are. We have a, a you know a democratic uh, country that has prides itself in being the best in the world, right. and yet we have one of the worst uh, electoral systems in the entire entire world. Yeah. Uh, how 
how, how, how can that happen? Uh, and, and uh, you know, how can you have, as you mentioned before, uh, a, a Diebold or ESS uh, really running or the elections in our country with proprietary software yeah, just... that nobody uh, is allowed to see uh, how, uh, the code. I mean, it's, it's just, it, it, it's just, it's just mind-boggling. Really. It is mind-boggling. Uh, you know, and interestingly enough, in, in a lot of the other countries where you're you brought up the fact that the U.S. government and USAID want to use exit polls to check against election fraud in other countries. and But here you have situations where you do have a transparent data set, right? So because their first obligation is simply to, to check against election fraud, not to predict elections. So it's a different sort of setup. Uh, why? So why is it they can make that happen in another country, but not here in the United States? Well, yeah. <laughs> well, it's just, just uh, you know, it's, it's uh, probably the United States elections are, are the most, uh, most, most important in terms of, uh, you know, we are the richest, richest country uh, in the world. Yeah. We are the most powerful country in the world. So you could say their elections are the most important ones in the world. Uh, and and the uh, so there is a tremendous amount at stake in our elections, uh, you know, in terms of how much money goes to the military versus right. how much money goes to uh, uh, Social Security. Uh, and, and yeah. you know, for example, you know, this is tremendous amount of stake. So, um, so there's a lot of, you know, if, if, if there is malfiance, there's plenty of reasons for it. Right. I mean, we look, we live, we are platonomy at this point. You know, we live under a corporate oligarchy and they obviously have no imperative to check against these things. It's not to their benefit. So I guess what I would like to see happen is an actual uh, system set up with one of the universities or, or another organization that was truly their main goal was to have open, transparent data and to check against election fraud. You know, and I think... Um, I think yeah. it's also important to address what percentages they're using to account for the mail-in ballots. You know, here in California, that's almost 50% or over now, probably this last election, of how ballots are cast. So it's a big chunk of what's happening. And yeah. we need to know how that's being skewed, I think. I think that's an important part of the conversation, too. I think the way it's set up now is just really hard to determine what's going on one way or the other. I think there are... I think anybody with, with any amount of critical reasoning can see the red flags, right? But just what that data is saying, what it's speaking to is really not clear. Yeah, well, you know, it's, again, it's, you know, Edison has a lot of experience doing this. And, and you know, I think they have their methodology down pretty well. Uh, and, and, and the, uh, you know, the, the only problem about having a third party come in and, and do the exit polls, you know, you know, they would have to <clears throat> learn from medicine, really, to see how to actually do it uh, uh, properly. And hopefully they, they would. And yeah, but the only problem about having university do exit polls everywhere it, it's dollars, uh, you know, we're talking, you know, a few million dollars. I, you know, I yeah, it would know. cost money. Uh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, uh, but in the in, in, in 
in the big picture is is not uh, not a lot. But you know, there would be a huge pushback probably if Gosh. there was something really uh, organized in, in, in that fashion. Yeah. Um, you know, they'll be really slammed by factcheck.org and, 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 and so forth and company, uh, you know, as being this kind of crazy conspiracy thing that, uh, we, you know, people wanted to check the actually the veracity of, of our computer accounts, you know, how crazy can that be? Uh, and, 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 uh, but you would think in the very least, in the very least, the optics are terrible. And I think even if you trust the system, I, I don't particularly necessarily trust it entirely. But even if you do, you must certainly see that the optics are bad, that the American public no longer trusts the system. And that that is very bad for our democracy. Yeah, yeah. Actually, uh, 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 what's the what's the firm? Um, yeah, the, the, there's a there is a, a poll just just recently, mm -hmm. uh, and the well, let's see. Uh, I mean, it, it's just the the uh, hopefully there'll be a spot here to cut yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> is this a, a, a polling that was done in regards to americans trust well, well no, no no i just had a little brain freeze but uh the gallup uh the gallup poll did a a, a, uh, a survey I, I know i just i think last year and they come came up with an astounding result that 59 percent of americans do not trust that they they have no the honesty of our elections. They don't have faith in the honesty of our elections. That's fifty nine percent of the populace, wow. and this is a recent poll. I mean, it's, it's astounding. This is one of the worst results of all the other major countries. We're way down at the bottom, uh, and and uh, and it's, yeah, it's 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 not it's it's not good, and it's not good for. Uh, vibrant democracy and you can't have a democracy right. based uh, on lack of trust. You, you just, that just doesn't fly. And we have to, again, go back and, 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 and the basics of trust is to have a completely open and transparent election. So that means every aspect, like right. Germany said, has to be visible and observable, including and most importantly, the, the hand count of the ballots. Yeah, I agree. I 100% agree. Um, any parting words uh, for our viewers? Well, <laughs> well, I suppose I, I, I should mention the pandemic that uh, we are yeah. in. And I hope that everybody is uh, doing well and staying uh, six feet apart. <laughs> yeah, at and, least. And, uh, but, you know, and I really, you know, like everybody wishes that that this passes with minimal loss of life and uh, and and uh, social disruption and economic uh, uh, negative consequences. So that's my wish, and I wish that along with all of you. You know, Theodore, as a as a sidebar, I'm actually interested to see how this changes the election results because now I think we're probably going to switch to mail-in ballots for the rest of this year, uh, with the exception of Wisconsin, and I doubt that they'll do an exit poll in Wisconsin given the circumstances it, it I'm, no, I'm curious to see i'm curious to see what happens going forward and how this affects the results as far as um 
it, it switching to mail-in votes. You know what I'm saying? It, it will be interesting. Well, yeah, well, mail-in votes. I mean, the, the question is, is how will they be counted? Uh, yeah. I mean, there's, there's a, you know, I mean, before that, of course, when you have a, when you don't have actual fiscal precincts for people to go into, and, and people are not used to mail, doing mail-in votes, probably will result in there'll be a, a smaller participation of the public in, in the voting. But, you know, we don't know, I don't know yet, but I presume that will happen. But, uh, but then the question is, is if, if those hand ballot, the paper ballots are hand counted, that, that would be fantastic. Yeah. Uh, you know, if I was Sanders, I, I would get all uh, the ballots that they uh, get everything hand counted request for hand counts for everything. Uh, but of course, that's not going to happen because they're just going to say, well, oh, it, it takes too much work and we need to have the scanners. Right, right, right. Now I hear you, I, but it'll be interesting to see. I, so do you, in your opinion, are mail-in ballots more trustworthy than the computerized system? Not for counting, I'm saying for, for actually making a vote. Uh, well, that's difficult. Uh, you know, I, it, it's just I, I don't know enough, and and there's a whole okay. issue of of, of uh, chain of custody. You know, what happens yeah. when the health comes in, yeah. and where does it get stored, and who gets to see it, and 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 so it, it probably, if any, it might complicate things a, a, a little bit more. Uh, you know, there's really no substitute of to having going to a precinct, making your vote. And, and having it counted right there in the precinct, right in front of you, yeah. and, and with, with uh, counted by hand. And, and in practice, you know, that's it. So you just have yeah. one, one count and everybody knows it's really good because everybody saw it. Yeah, I agree. You know, and in fact, uh, here in California, the ACLU actually sued our Secretary of State in 2016 because they threw out mail-in ballots where they were saying the signature was mis was mismatched and instead of contacting the voters and giving them the opportunity to come in and fix that they just threw out the ballots without contacting them so um, yeah, yeah now we have yeah, a law where they yeah. can't do that any longer but the fact that that even happened to begin with is just unacceptable yeah so it seems yeah like that goes on part of a long list of uh, what's called voter suppression oh 100 yeah uh, long uh, lines and, even, and, uh, yeah all of it yeah. all of it yeah, 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 and that's should be disturbing for people too. Is that these outright really bad uh, decisions are made, and and it seems to be on purpose to actually yeah. uh, uh, harm our, our election system, uh, you know, preventing people from voting, and that's and that <laughs> that news of, of that is all over the place all the time, yeah. and and the people should be very concerned, and if they can do that. They certainly can uh, alter the computer accounts, uh, which is much easier. It's very easy to do, and yeah. it takes a lot less effort. Yeah, the potential's there. Uh, thank you for coming on, Theodore. I appreciate the conversation. Um, I think this will be very informative for our uh, listeners. Well, I certainly hope so, and uh, thank you for having me, and I've enjoyed uh, talking with you.